We watch a movie, maybe read a book, or look at some kind of art. And we talk about it together and say lots of interesting things, and one of those things is our favorite parts. This is Favorite Parts with Allison and Heather Harding. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Favorite Parts this week. I am joined by Heather, friend of the pod, also friend of Trey's. We're going to talk about the movie Nope, Jordan Peele's newest movie out in theaters now. Um, But first, Heather, hello, welcome. Heather and I have never met in real life. This is our first time meeting each other, so get excited, everyone. Uh, Heather, what would you like the audience to know about you, our vast audience <laughs> to know about you. No, which I have been a part. Uh, I've watched, I've listened to Lepre podcast, and wow. I think the show is quite charming, Aww, um, which is why it. I'm so honored to be on it. Um, my name is Heather, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, got it. Um, an educator. Nice. I work in educational advocacy and policy. Um, I'm a mom of two teenagers, wow. which takes up a lot of my time. I would think so. And like, I used to be known as like, uh, you know, in in my circles, like the queen of R&B because I love R&B music. Okay. And, and I love karaoke. Oh, me too. Uh, and I love pop culture. So like, this great. is the perfect podcast for that. Great, great. Have you seen Jordan Peele's other movies? I have seen all of the other movies. Yeah. Okay. I want to talk about that a little bit, but yes. So you are well-versed in his ouvoir. Right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's nice when they only have three movies. You can be like, I've seen all of them. I know, you see all of them. (laughs) (laughs) It's like when a new band comes out. I listen to all their albums. They only have one. I don't care. Okay. Um, All right. Initial reactions. Heather, you saw this movie twice, right? I did. I would like to hear what was different from the first and the second time watching the movie it's really obvious which is the movie relies on you not knowing so mm. much information for its thrill factor okay so i enjoyed it the second time but i had a completely different emotional reaction because i knew what was coming mm. so it wasn't was it scary at all the second time? I jumped once and I went with my <laughs> son who wants everyone to know that he is a special guest and okay. contributor to the analysis. Shout uh, out to 16. your son. What's your yep, son's name? 16. His name is AJ. AJ, shout out. Thank yep. you for your contributions. Thank you. Thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> um, I jumped once. There's one part where I still jump, even the second time. Which part? Do you remember? Are we, are we spoiling? Oh yeah, we, we people were spoiled. Oh, we have okay. no yeah <laughs> okay good when that that uh falling out and in you know and gets uh oh. scared wait the like time. the horse statue yeah fake oh, horse. okay okay yeah that okay that was that's it. fair that was it the mm-hmm. rest you're like yeah, I, you got nothing jordan peele <laughs> that's scary all right what about the first time we were so much anticipation and right. so much anxiety and like oh my god what does this mean what's going to happen next mm-hmm. uh, we were thrilled by it actually which I think hmm. one it's reputational 
you know right the movie is supposed to provoke you in certain ways so you're looking for that and so right um I went with a group of friends the first time and my kids okay and then the second time just me and my son went back okay we wanted to see if we could better understand oh, so AJ things. saw it twice I too think. he did okay wow dedication <laughs> Okay, so you walked out the first time being like, I like this movie. And it was scary. I walked out saying I like the performances. Yeah. And I think I had a pleasurable experience. Right. But I need to think about it more. Same. Same. It was good. good. Uh, you know, a woman, I used the bathroom afterwards because, you know, I drank a lot of soda. Um yeah. <laughs> and a woman came up to me in the bathroom. We were in line. And she was like, did you just come out of nope? And I said, yes. And she said, did you like it? And I said, I don't, I think so. (laughs) I was like, I mean, it was a, I think part of the hard part of seeing Jordan Peele movies is that Get Out was such a good movie that he like, to me, that's like his, I'm not to say that he will not make another really great movie, but I know I've read that he worked he had that idea for so many years and, you know, I think like really perfected it. it. Yeah. And just like, it's so good and like so smart and well done that Mm -hmm. it's hard to see another movie and you're like, well, it wasn't good. You know what I mean? Even if it's really good because you go in being like, he's going to have so much to say about everything. There's going to be so much commentary and it's going to be so funny and scary. And, uh, yeah, so it was not good out. It redeemed. It redeemed him from us, which I guess I should say. Yeah, I you didn't, didn't like us. love. Yeah. Us, I liked I it thought... in parts, but it didn't hold together. Yeah. I thought us was, I also what didn't think us was, I get out is like by far and away, I think his best movie. Right. I think us was interesting. And I think the scariest of the three, like, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah us to me was like like the most like the most like jump cuts and also the most just like kind of creepy and like I don't know maybe it's because I don't like the unknown does not really like like the UFO stuff I was like (laughs) it doesn't scare me but the idea of like another mirror image of your family living in an underground bunker that I find to be scary um (laughs) uh but yeah I thought it was good I I did like it I did think the performances were really good uh and I I just kept being like I feel like there's a lot happening in this movie that I like need time to connect in my brain together which is what we're about to do the both Mm. of us right here right now um yeah the other thing that woman in the bathroom asked me was what's up with the monkey (laughs) Yeah. So there's, yeah, there's this whole framing device of, uh, it's called Life with Gordy. Gordy, Gordy. Yeah. right. The old, an old TV show from the eighties and a monkey goes crazy and like eats people's faces literally. And that's how the, mo- the movie starts. And you just know that the monkey is like bloody and standing over a person's body and then looks directly at the camera. And then the movie starts. Okay. What does Oh yeah, and then they have. Oh, there's always a quote. Right? Is there always a quote? You know, like maybe, maybe not. We should look. Good advice. People use it, but right. I don't know. Which is about getting dirty. Right. It was. It's like an old. It's a quote from the Old Testament, 
about yeah. like how I will make you a spectacle. And mm-hmm. I will say every think piece I've read about this talks about how it is like a meditation on spectacle. Clearly. Right. Obvious. That is obvious. Um, but yeah, I kept trying, I guess I kept trying to like tie it up more neatly. This idea of like the monkey and the film industry and the horses mm. and viewing and animals and people and their relationship. And I can never quite like really tie it together other than like this idea of exploitation is definitely like underlying everything and like Mm -hmm. natural versus artificial like the monkey in some ways was doing what it was naturally I don't know if monkeys eat faces naturally so I don't know if that's correct but um I don't either what did you think what's what's up with the monkey this was so this is one of the reasons why we went back we needed to understand a little bit more about what it, the movie was trying to tell us. And, okay. and AJ and I actually discussed this quite a bit. Um, so for me, mm-hmm. definitely uh, something about um, the, uh, the, 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 can you control nature? And so do try to right. for entertainment sake, right? Mm-hmm. So the Gordy story, the other thing is, Gordy's story is so important to to Duke, to Jupiter. Yeah. His motivations and what he thinks mm-hmm. he can do. He thinks he has some special power. Mm. There's also the theme around miracles and bad miracles. Right. So like um, this idea that um, there are miracle extraterrestrial, you know, things in nature that we can't explain, but that we try to control. Mm-hmm. as human beings so I thought that um AJ definitely thought that it was more about whether or not we as human beings can control nature okay. and if we stood for our own gain mm. okay but so that's like ties into the horse. you know their whole business as a family is that's right horses for movies animal handlers for movies I guess but mostly horses it seemed like and yeah I guess you could argue that them trying to get a photo of the spaceship is them attempting to like control nature in some way and profit off of it right well to me that's the split in the siblings approach right yeah right but it's like yeah so yeah I do I did think that the sibling relationship was very well done as a sister to a brother <laughs> i i appreciate it number I have one a brother that... and a sister in the you same both? okay yeah i have an older boy and a younger girl yeah so oh it was, okay you're too loved it for that reason yeah you know it was funny i my brother and i are pretty close he's co-host of the podcast with me and uh there are not that many movies about brother sister relationships right there's a lot of like brother relationships and sister relationships mm-hmm. but not brother sister and I thought that it was they did a great job of like sort of uh showing how like you're so connected to each other but also you know exactly how to irritate the other person and like drive each other nuts in a way that like only they can and they were very different but like clearly still kind of from the same like cut from the same cloth in some ways but Yeah. yeah there's definitely like Kiki who's like kind of like social media influencer like the younger generation she's like also like multi-talented 
which I did like that all of her talents come in handy in the end when she can like, <laughs> she can sew and she can like, she can do all of the things that they needed to do to like track down the UFO, which I thought was clever. And then OJ, uh, Daniel Kaluuya's character is just like, he felt in many ways, like the old West, like stoic, didn't like being in the spotlight, like preferred to be like, not looked at, uh, and just the wanted to like of the legacy. The right. Keeper oh, of the legacy, true. right? Or, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, um, what the family uh, heirloom or do. It's interesting right. that he can't articulate the story in the mm-hmm. safety meeting because he is the keeper. He is the keeper of that legacy, mm. jockey, right? Like, that's why it's important that he's going to go try and buy back the horses. Right. That's why it's important that he makes the connection that this is an animal. Um, mm. even though he's down for like the, mm. the gain of the fame and getting the thing and doing the thing that Kiki proposes, um, he is also like, I gotta go feed them in the morning. Right. He's like, I gotta go. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And even in the beginning, he's like, you know, she's sort of not pulling her weight. She's showing up late and he's like, you know, I'm trying to keep this operation going and right. you're not doing what you need to do. That's very interesting as he's the keeper of the legacy. And he is, like you said, the person who like figures it out. Right. Like figures out what they need to do, like what the motivation of this UFO is and like how to game it, gamify it. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, I guess. So some of the themes that I keep kicking around are like this theme of like, this like vision, kind of like vision watching definitely is a theme, you know, uh, speaking of the brother and sister, they do that thing where they like point to their eyes and then point at the other person. Like Mm -hmm. I see you. And I felt like that was connected to this idea of like both. It was connected to the idea of Hollywood connected to the idea of like the horse, you know, they were like, don't look directly at the horse. Then they were like, Mm -hmm. don't look directly at the UFO. Also the, like this, this idea of who is seen and who is not seen in the world. Um, so there's something there about like vision seeing, I couldn't really like tie it together, but it, yeah, I felt like that, that the fact that that was like their hand gesture to each other to mm-hmm. me was like, uh, it felt like he was trying to be like, this is a movie about <laughs> people seeing each other. Well, hmm. I, yeah. Who, who is visible for sure. Yeah. And the, the narrative about um, their family legacy, and then that translates later into what's valued in this entertainment. Mm. One, one thing that of the part of the puzzle that I was really struggling with was what's the importance of the the filmmaker, the cinematographer, the guy yeah. who works the camera who comes in because he has this whole thing, and then I also didn't understand why he has to sacrifice himself like what is it that he's trying to prove like what yeah. is that right when we meet him he's so dismissive of them right right like he is like whatever these people need to move mm-hmm. and then when they even first implore him then he sees something in it for him right yeah I felt like he was basically like he's also one of the only white characters in the movie and I think right. that he's sort of like the the 
personification of like this exploitative industry that will use yeah. you when they think it will benefit them. Yeah. But like will abandon the like group project for their own right. needs and desires. Uh and like feels no loyalty to anyone. You know what I mean? Whereas well, like go ahead. He does have a loyalty to art in his yeah. own mind, which I think OJ yeah, like does art too, the people. art of yeah, I think OJ does too has similar themes mm. in that he has a loyalty to those horses and the yeah. art of caring and animals in the way that he even speaks about Gordy going mm. crazy. He's like, yeah, that's why, because you know. Oh right, when he when Jupe shows them the secret room or whatever. Secret room was creepy. Creepy, but very believable. Totally. Wait, hold on here. Like, You're. You went in and out. I'll say it again. We think about Juve's character. Juve's character was really interesting to me. I think it's really interesting that you pointed out that he felt special. Like, because there's the whole fist bump with Gordy, right? Which is like very creepy. And he clearly, it's clearly he has trauma that he has not dealt with. And it is causing him. I don't know if that's like, you know, the root thing that's pushing him to make these questionable decisions about like, you know, <laughs> putting people <laughs> in danger. But um, yeah, he was a really interesting character, especially this idea that he's like, try he's like profiting off his own trauma, right? right. Like a little backroom of what must have been the worst day of his life. Literally yeah. watching people he knows faces being eaten off. And it's like, yeah, it's right here. Like, I just have this whole thing, a shrine to it right here. And he had like the poster. I don't know. That that whole thing was strange. But it felt very like realistic. It felt very much like this. Trey actually said this to me. He felt like Jupe, there were almost like three different kinds of sort of like Hollywood personalities where Jupiter was like the Disney kid. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Kiki's more like the social media influencer and uh uh Daniel Kaluuya's character is more like um like old Hollywood kind of yeah yeah which I thought was I interesting that. yeah what did you think it was also very interesting that it was an Asian person I thought I didn't know like what because it was you know it's like you're in this you're it's a not white person not a black person it's like in but you know they're also like the, you know, what are they called? The model minority. And right. yeah, it was just an interesting choice, especially because it was like an Asian guy running this Western amusement park. Was so, um, LA. So what? So California. LA. So oh, LA. LA. So California. Oh, yeah, yeah. I felt like, yeah, that would, this makes sense to me. And Jordan Peele can't use the black character is the token in his movie right it is about the black horror experience right but where is the next place to go that makes sense mm. I, I thought it made sense in that way yeah yeah he was very well I mean the acting was really good on his part mm. and uh yeah just like I just remember the whole time being like what is up with this guy <laughs> What is his deal? Why does he have a monkey room? <laughs> uh, to make yeah. money. To make right. money, right? Like he right. is uh he's and he's chasing a little bit of fame mm-hmm. you could totally resonate with in terms of like 
child star trying to reclaim the thing. Yeah. And inviting his former co-star. That was very creepy. There are a lot of little creepy things that I think the movie does well. Mm-hmm. Like when the kids dress. Oh, yeah. And, and try to scare. That was very scary to me. That was scary. Also, one of the good best uses of the word nope. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think about the title, by the way? Did you like the title, nope? It didn't make any sense to me going in. Mm-hmm. But I think he carries the theme through. Mm. Um, it's in the Gordy. It's in the Gordy sitcom. Oh, right. The mom right, right. says, nope. In this That's very, right. like, you know, uh, hokey way. Uh-huh. Then each of the characters, a lot of the characters get to say nope. Right. In very different tonal and cultural ways, which mm. I thought was clever. That is clever. I really would love to know, like, how he settled on that. It's like, because you know, it's like, this is a UFO movie. <laughs> We're going to call it nope. You- no, nope. you you didn't. You're not interested in UFOs at all, and and it didn't draw you in. No, I mean, I thought it was interesting, but the whole time, I yeah, I really like most sci-fi. Is I'm just like, meh, meh, meh. <laughs> do not care. <laughs> so I thought it was interesting, like, and I thought like the moving cloud idea was like pretty cool and like one of the more interesting takes that I've seen on a UFO and how they could like exist in plain sight. Um, Mm -hmm. The other thing I thought was cool about the UFO was that, you know, when you do finally get to see the underbelly of it and whatever, it it looks like it's like opening its mouth or something, but it definitely looks Mm -hmm. like a camera aperture, like closing, which like was cool to reinforce this whole idea of like, you know, images and being seen and like your image being captured. I was like, oh, that's cool. (laughs) But yeah. Are you, do you, are you like rah-rah UFOs? Oh, I've, I've heard you all, you talk about this specifically. I'm, I like Star Wars and my family is oh, very okay. committed to Star Wars. And wow. so I have a okay. little bit of, I'm not personally, but I, I know a lot about, I've seen okay. all the stuff. Um, You've seen all the Star Wars, not just all the Star, Star Wars. Wars. And okay. I love, um, for future stuff. So like, I'm a big Octavia Butler okay. sort of fan to say the way that this works as a plot device pulled me in despite the fact that I don't really care about UFOs either mm-hmm. culturally it resonated right like as a person in the United States who okay like X-Files the, the thing that freaked me out but then eventually I accepted as a viewer was not high tech it doesn't look like first mm. glance the way that alien animal whatever it is right. up, you're like that, that literally looks like a flying saucer that right like what is right now and we're supposed to be afraid of it and it doesn't really look that scary mm-hmm. and yet as time goes on in the film you are I was transfixed and so I was like oh this really is working I didn't you just said something that I hadn't thought about but I totally agree with which is like um, it is like a uh, picture or a camera mm-hmm. opening up the right. way that it ultimately presents in like its most scary form. Right. Um, but I was kind of like, at first I was like, this is really hokey. Then I was scared for them. I was like, they're going to die. <laughs> Do you think so? This is one question I have. Some people think 
that OJ's character dies. Yeah. Do you think he died? I'm an optimist. So I didn't even think of that until I read some things. And then my son said, people think he's dead. And so when we went back for the second viewing, yeah. we talked about it. I did not think that he died. And so I mean, why do we see him in the mist? But could see how some people, that's work in the story, I guess. Right. And it would make him like. Why do they need to sacrifice? I know. It would definitely make him. Right. It would make him more of a martyr character for sure. But I thought the whole point of showing him on the horse at the end was like, he's alive. He survived. And I thought this could just be me conflating various different things happening in pop, pop culture. But seeing him on the horse reminded me of the Kende Wiley sculptures of, yeah, of like, you know, black men on horses, mm-hmm. and it, which is all an attempt to like recapture this idea of like what it means to be like a majestic person on a horse and is also like a reframing of Confederate statues, which are often dudes on horses. Um, and just the silhouette of him in that uh, shot was like what that evoked for me. I don't know if that, I also was like, we're getting a Kendi Wiley sculpture in Philadelphia. And I was like talking to someone about it recently. So maybe it was just top of mind for me. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I thought it was like, I thought it was like a very striking image of him like surviving and like outsmarting the aliens basically. And also like, I was like, it was nice that the, person that Kiki's character is so excited to see at the end is her brother like there's no love interest in this movie at all that's right that's right which is different than every movie he's done so far especially get out where it's like you know right right that's true um yeah I love the the ending he he him getting to be the hero there's a parallel with the jockey story Mm, that's true I just feel like and and also the tradition winning out, like there was something also about like mm-hmm. him being the that. hero and being able to sort of figure it all out and right. you know carry them through, which I thought. So I didn't think that he had died, but yeah, I mean, I saw that people thought that. Right. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, it is depressing to think that he died. Yeah, I don't want that to be the way. Yeah. <laughs> so I, do you think? Do you think they? Did you assume? that emerald is the character's name i'm remembering kiki palmer's character did you assume Mm -hmm. that she got the shot and they went on to be famous millionaires i did not okay i had felt like it was left open even though you know he goes he does the little the golden thing the wishing well Um, camera thing yeah wishing well yeah um i did not I think I was left with the impression that um, they survived, they figured out sort of like the nature, how we as humans can like manage this. You see the media coming to the, you know, oh, right. the Calvary, TMZ. they're coming. Right. They're, not just even the Oh TMZ yeah, at the end there's all, right, right, You can right. see them running and she's like, um, but it wasn't clear to me whether any of those photos would even be believable in the scale when, you know, they're mm. Oprah shot that they're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> when, when I was watching 
watching it, I kept thinking, oh, maybe the um, the filmmaker guy was like, he's going to go up in the thing and drop his camera back out since oh. the alien spits out um, metal things. And, you know, my mates who were watching it with me were like, that's dumb. So uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's the right thing. To me, I was like, well, can I have this? Wait, what does that guy say before he go like jumps into the UFO? He says something like, "There's no need for me to film this or something." Oh, it's okay. He, he don't he remember. A lot of platitudes along the but way, but then he like jumps in the thing. Yeah, and it just uh, that part I did think was like, I guess what it was like he for? was just so in love with this idea that he was getting this image. This I don't know. Time. It was very weird. <laughs> alien substance you see how this alien works right why are you jumping into the belly what is going on right now but um no i don't know no he has (laughs) the greatest purpose and that's that's true the only thing about the um the movie like i think for the most part i like the movie i i think the performances carry this movie Mm. i think that the there there are ways you can connect Gordy story to the plot and what's happening but like the movie right. you do a lot of labor mm-hmm. on one hand you expect that from a Jordan Peele movie right. it was a lot of work yeah and Trey actually said this to me too he's like sometimes I wonder if like Jordan Peele knows that everyone's gonna read into everything that he does and so he can just like kind of he doesn't have to overthink it because everyone's gonna Big, you know, make some meaning out of it, right. whether he is intending it or not. And I was like, huh. he's like, sometimes I feel like we give him too much credit. And I'm right. like, huh. that's fair. We'll say my teenagers both thought it's a brilliant way um, to talk about race without talking about race. Mm. So my young people right. were definitely like, okay we love this movie for this reason. Like there's nothing in it about race, but like, it's right. all about race and mm. we appreciate that. And, um, and so they were excited to make meaning of art, which I think okay. is kind of cool that yeah. the reputation holds, but also in the story itself. Yeah. Um, and the fact that like, there is a trope around how black characters behave in horror mm-hmm. and they get to play that all the way out and note right. is a big part of that in the way right. that they use the word so that seems to be pleasing to viewers. <laughs> like that. that's a very good point that's a very good point and I mean and I think in a lot of ways you know just the fact that the main characters in this movie in a scary movie are black is like you, you can just tell the story from there and the fact that that's the true about the story is mm-hmm. going to make it, you know, more interesting than other horror movies that you've seen because we haven't seen this before. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, did you have any questions when you walked out of the movie? Other I mean, than what's I, up with the monkey? If, yeah, I mean, if I, I would want to really just know a lot more about the monkey. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, like, what else we were like, oh, there's just so many loose ends. Yeah, it did feel like there was like, it was sort of like, I'm going to put a bunch of stuff in the movie and you guys can figure out. Figure this out. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's I think a the, whole backstory what happened with on the antlers too. character was weird. Oh, I also thought, Wait. did the guy need to be named Angel? The uh, the fries elect. No. no, he did not. <laughs> I liked his character, but especially they he literally was good talked about relief. miracles like one minute before, and I was right. like, my name's Angel. I was like, that for a while. He was good comic relief. Yeah, which I you know I'm pro. Mm-hmm. We needed it. Yeah, he, he gets to bring in the lore of like UFOs and. You know, there, right. ha- there has to be somebody who actually represents that. It's just a huge, like, cult following right. sort of ex- American experience, I think, or even international. Like, people mm, are. That's true. How do you validate that without just making fun of it or right. making light of it? Which I think this that character does, and he's not. He's not undermined. In right. The end. He gets to be like a valid yeah. part of the conversation. Important part of the team. Yeah. And doesn't throw himself into the (laughs) alien beast um okay heather what was your favorite part of this movie right full disclosure i am a kiki fan oh yeah i mean who is and i think this is a wonder i think her portrayal is my favorite part once she's playing a a queer black woman Mm -hmm. and she does it so effortlessly in the Mm -hmm. character development she's like amazingly funny and it's always good to see a woman who gets to be strong and have some action and be in the thick of like you know physicality Mm -hmm. I loved her I thought her character was great I'm like he all did okay great she was my favorite part she was great. I mean, you like, you know, you feel like you know her as soon as she like steps in and you're like, this girl's awesome. Like, <laughs> and you understand no, why OJ was like, awesome. where's my sister? <laughs> you're like, yeah, I would want to wait for that too. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, my favorite part, I may have given this away already, but was the brother sister relationship. I like really enjoyed watching it. It seemed very believable. The part where like, I don't even remember what happened, but they figure something out and they like do the like quick, like succession of high fives. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's going to work. And then at the end when uh, Kiki's character and OJ see each other, just like she's just gotten the shot he just pulled off his part and it was like they both needed each other for this to work and it was just like they were each other's you know like rock I was like that's so cool and it's just like such a great it was a great brother sister story honestly like like they were yeah and you're right we don't get those very much Mm -hmm. at all so yeah that is something new that is something fresh yeah yeah all right we did it we talked about nope any any other any other lingering thoughts you want to put on the record before we go heather i don't think so okay i i, I feel like so. we we did all the yeah. things yeah um all right well this has been nope uh i don't know yet what i'm going to talk about in the next episode but it's gonna be great great thank you very much heather for joining yeah. and for listening all the time if someone else wants to join the podcast just hit up our dms this could be you All right. Talk to you soon. Bye, Heather. Thanks, Allison. Bye.